0: Back to the Mike Counter Show on 1025 The Bone. I had to
1: sneeze. I feel it in my eyeball. Now. Got yeah. it. The house. Thank you. Thanks for getting that out. Let I me mean, wipe my sleeve. It's Mike Counter Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Join Spanish tonight. It'll be at the Hooters in Hillsborough Avenue. To watch your Tampa Bay Lightning come back, start their big comeback with the big win tonight before they bring it back to Tampa and he'll have tickets for Game 5. That's right. Friday, our band Pipple Toddler will be melting faces out of the Beach Club in Sarasota. It's this coming Friday. Make plans to join us. It's Good Friday, which as Carmen knows is what, Carmen?
0: Well, Friday before Easter.
1: Which means what, though?
0: That is what when...
1: is the religious significance of Good Friday?
0: Good Friday. So that is when... They put Jesus in the cave. Mm. Because Sunday is when they went and he wasn't there. It's
1: true. It's true. It's when he died. It's when Jesus died.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put him in the cave.
1: Did he die, though? (laughs) We don't know. They just put him in the cave. Yeah,
0: well, you know, like Carmen said, they nailed him to the cross so he couldn't go anywhere. Right. (laughs) They got him. You nailed him. That's
1: (laughs) that's where it comes from. Keep an eye on this guy. (laughs) Yeah, you got him for sure. Uh, That is happening on Friday. Most people are off. My kids are off from school.
0: On so Monday? Make, yeah,
1: on Friday. Oh, okay. Good Friday. So good, people take off. <laughs> make plans to join us on, uh, at the Beach Club on Friday. Uh, making his way into the studio is Josh Robert Thompson. Let me see. Let me get a look at him. Look at this guy. Uh, Josh has been on the show. Do you know you've been on the show before? Have I? Yeah, sit down and we'll uh, explain it was. to you. How, nice to see you. Nice um, to see you, Nice Mike. to meet you right. in person. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, That's right.
0: Uh, <laughs> I was going to come in and do a little Morgan Freeman and try to fool everybody. See, but you...
1: here's the problem. You screwed me up. We all do such a good
0: Morgan Freeman in this room. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah It's oh, okay. really
1: remarkable. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Go around
0: the room. Let me hear your Morgan Freeman's real quick. I only can say one word. And I have to hear God uh-huh. say it first. I'll say it first, all then right. you. All right. Andy.
1: Andy. 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 See, I go Andy. You go Andy. Andy. I,
0: no, you're you're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> now man. I'm doing yours. Yeah, but <laughs> Yours might be right. Wait no. a second. Andy. 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 Andy Dufresne was a friend of mine. Yeah. Oh, see, that's good. You see that? Yeah. Yeah, See, now you're saying more words (laughs) and
2: stuff.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the key. That's Uh, the key. Say more words. So I was on the show before? Yes.
1: Wait, hold on. We're not doing Andy. All right, I got it. Thank you. Now, just this is a game we play. All right. You're only allowed to say Andy, but I'll give you the emotion. Okay. Surprise. Andy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, Andy. Um, now, um, was
0: that your surprise? Yeah, well, okay. he held me from behind. Okay, I mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: yeah. understand uh, that. Oh. That's what we do. We oh, of hands times, yeah. oh. The only other good one to Andy. do with this has been uh, Frank Caliendo. Yeah. Yeah. I'll it's love Frank. Weird looking at uh, baby face white guys hearing that voice come out. <laughs> so, huh? so good. Yeah. Um, We're about four producers away from when you were on the show, so I was trying to find the audio, and I couldn't find it. None of these guys worked here. I don't even know if Galvin was here yet. No, I was here. You were here? Yeah. So I'm a big Howard fan. And so, okay, so one day I'm in, I worked for CBS at the time, and I'm doing mornings, and it was about the time that Howard announced he was going to satellite radio. But he was still on in the room next door to me on the AM sports station. Right. So thankfully nobody in this town even knew he was on the air here, right. but um, I m- listened to every once in a while because I was a huge fan, and uh, there is some sort of scuttlebutt in the building about, I'm trying to remember, about Arnold Schwarzenegger being on the show and him saying something about <laughs> putting the sun out or getting rid of the, the moon, moon. Yes. <laughs> so I re- and people are buying it and writing yeah. stories about it. And it was because your dead-on Arnold yeah. was so, I mean, so fantastic. <laughs> and over the years, I heard it. And then you did something. I don't know if it was MySpace or some way I was able to communicate with you. Sure. sure. And my uh, and my producer was like, let's see if we can get him on. I was like, yeah. And you came on and did a fake Arnold call with us. Oh, okay. Which we revealed at the end was you before we hung up. But uh, just how how impressive that was. And that was before... You were on uh, the Craig Ferguson show.
2: That was before that. Yes. Yeah.
1: Once I heard you were doing the voice of the Craig Fer- Ferguson thing, I'm like, we'll never get that guy. Yeah. Out right <laughs> now, so how did you? Well,
2: that's why I'm here because the show ended four years ago. Yeah. So finally, so you this hit is rock, the rock bottom. Last stop on the line.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? Now, now uh, when you called in
1: the Howard and that was making news. Yeah. Wh- were you doing anything yet, or were you was that when you were breaking
2: in? Uh, I was just breaking in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um I was doing uh Tim Conway Jr. As had a, a radio show. show in, yeah. This is back during the real radio days. This was ninety seven one FM in LA. Right. Real Talk, yeah. which is now a music station. And uh I just prank called their show as, and, uh, as Arnold. Arnold? How
0: are you? Listen, Timmy, it's great to hear from you. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger, what are you guys doing? This is fantastic. I, I mean, love that's it. Unbelievable. I mean, listen, it's all, you know we have a great time. You know, give everybody stogies in the studio uh, here. That's, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. that's the other thing. Yeah. Billy West was
1: great at doing yeah, voice and stuff, yeah. but he was zero at at being able to do anything that wasn't written for him. Right. You were so great at the casual conversation yeah. where you really had to go. And then the like the little laugh, uh, you know that. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is great.
1: That stuff yeah, yeah. is what makes you really go. Right. I, I can't tell if he's talking. to Well, I not. was
2: very fortunate that Howard. Uh, that's the toughest room, I think, in radio. I mean, at that for me, that was if a, you're that good, though, really tough. I love that. But Howard let me uh, improvise. I mean, the writers. They definitely came up with things, we're going to talk about this, right? and they just let me go. Do you you think
1: being on a phone line helps you more, or being on a regular microphone?
2: Uh, That's a great question, because when I started doing the Late Late Show, I was then on camera in full latex makeup and a muscle suit as Arnold, and it sounded different because it's a different microphone. Oh, really? Through the phone, it actually helps the impression.
0: Because it really sounds yeah. like it's Arnold and Oh, and through the radio? Of course, and yeah, yeah. Because he's just going through the phone and then through the speakers. <laughs> yeah. And maybe you have crappy speakers in your car, whatever, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, do you...
1: So, um, you know Craig Gass? Yeah, sure, yeah. So, Craig Gass, 90% of his stuff is good, 10% of it's great. And if I were him, to amuse myself, I would just sit home and call people. I would call yeah. people in the peripheral, like I would find lawn companies... <laughs> In Beverly Hills yeah. and beyond, be like, oh, my guy sucks. Let's get a new guy in here. You know right. what I mean? That kind of stuff, just to see how far I go. We would do
2: that. I have a lot of friends that are in makeup. They're makeup effects artists, so they
0: know a lot of people that did work with Arnold. <laughs> <So> <laughs> That's great. We would call yeah. their shops and be like, listen, I needed to build a, a figure of me in the state capitol that sort of stands in the window, because when I'm on vacation, I didn't want to be there. Maybe <laughs> we can have it wave or something like this. Like Arnold, what are you talking about? What are you? What's the matter with you?
2: Uh, that's other, so good, man. The other one was uh, George Lucas. Uh, I pranked some of the guys uh, at at the Skywalker Ranch. You did. I was I was actually there working on a, a pilot that I did, and they said, "Hey, let, they're working on the new Star Wars." At the time, it was Episode Eight, and they uh. said, "Let's call the guy that's editing." but be george lucas and i was like hey it's uh it's george uh so uh got a couple of ideas i know i know it's not my movie but um if we could just put like like jar jar binks in there somewhere <laughs> and he said come on george you know he's like oh listen i know i know i know i know but if there's a way that we can sort maybe as a puppet it doesn't need to have to be digital <laughs> i was on the phone with him for 20 minutes oh, and he said who is that guy? He's like I'm dying. Yes. Yeah. He's nuts. I can't say no. Oh no, my god, <laughs> god oh,
0: that's that my is favorite. awesome. It's my favorite.
1: Now, um, there's this new thing. I don't know. You live where now? I'm in LA. Okay, yeah. so I don't know if you go through the same thing that we're going through, but we're constantly getting phone calls on our cell phones of numbers mimicking our phone, and like you look at it and you go, oh, "It looks like my phone number." To answer, yeah. and it's some Indian guy trying to sell you stuff. <laughs> I, I mean, you should just, I would have a field day with that. I, like, I talk to them now yeah. to, to entertain my children. Okay. And uh, and I don't do any great voices, but I'll make a voice
0: up. And if it stinks, nobody heard me. Oh, I see what to. you're saying. If right. I were you, I'd just be like, uh, uh, who, is, who is this? Yeah. Now, you know, who, this is Morgan Freeman. Hold on, don't hang up, don't hang up. Hold, now, what is the product that you're selling me? Okay, well, explain it to me. Try to oh sell me on it. How'd you get this number?
1: I would lose my mind. That is That is fantastic. That's funny, man. All right, so give me the story. Where are you when you realize you can do this? Like, do you you sit down and say, I'm going to figure this out? Or did one come out by accident? I think it was
2: just growing up in Cleveland, you know, only child, watching all the late night horror movie shows. And you just start... Just started recording them? my voice into my tape recorder, and like it was the Muppet Show. I used to watch the Muppets all the time, Right. and then I wanted to know who the people were that did those voices. And then I went, I went to the library, yeah, whatever that right is, yeah. Yeah. and I opened this this book called "Of Muppets and Men," and I realized it was like one person that would do five of those voices, right? And that's when and you were like, I, I, I got to try this with... out because yeah. these were adults doing yeah. this and making money.
1: That's a real job
2: that yeah. you don't have
1: to wear a suit. To. I mean, I'm
2: still not making money, but I mean, yeah, here yeah, I am, yeah, and yeah. I'm an adult.
1: So you what's the first gig you get? Uh you're making prank phone calls to to Tim Conway I think the Jr. first the
2: first paying gig was Howard. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then wh- when does the Craig Ferguson thing come?
2: Ferguson was uh 2007. That was uh February 2007. And one of the writers from that show Joe Strazzulo, uh-huh. good buddy of mine now, he was uh, hanging out with a friend of his, uh, imbibing in some substances, sure. and watching public access TV. Uh-huh. Now, at the time, I was doing a lot of public access TV. I was doing a bunch of different shows, a late night horror movie show, this show where I played a preacher, right. and the guy got my information and said, what else do you do? I said, well, I do impressions, and uh-huh. he said, do you want to do this late night show? And that's how it started. From that? Yeah. Shut up! Yeah, that's great. And I'd been doing it. I'd been doing public access for ten years by that point. So you know, he was. It was just Uh, amazing. If I
1: can, real quick, you people who have been doing public access in Tampa for ten years, you're losers. (laughs) This guy got lucky. (laughs) Is there
2: public access out here? Oh yeah. Oh, I bet it's amazing.
1: Now it used to be a lot better, right? So when I first moved here, I moved here in '89, and in about 1990, my two buddies. Oh, my two wayward buddies from New York were like, we'll move down there too, just to move down there. Nothing going for them. <laughs> and we would, uh, I started in radio, started like an internship and I would come home to those two losers who've been sitting in the house all day and they'd, we'd cook dinner and then we'd watch public access, <gasps> and then of course we'd prank call it. Yeah. So the first thing was, um, it was so sad, but it was so great. It was a, a uh, two little kids, little fat Campbell soup looking kids with freckles <laughs> and they would talk about cars and then they would take phone calls. And uh, when they would take a phone call, the camera would switch to the kid's face and zoom in, and it, and the kid was uh, really fair-skinned, and if you embarrassed him, you could watch his face. <laughs> get yeah, no, right? yeah. <laughs> like a thermometer. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'd call, and I'd go, hey, I, I, great show, kid. You guys are doing a great job. And they'd be like, thank you. And they'd get all excited that a normal person called. And I'd go, let me ask you a question about the Ford. And before that, you got any hair in your nuts? And the thing would just go You'd <laughs> 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 watch it right in his face. They lasted like three weeks, and the parents were like, nope. Then there was a guy on here named... What was that guy's name? Jim. He had a show called Lifestyles of the Up and Coming. (laughs) Basically, he would go to rock concert festivals and get girls to show their boobs. Right. That was awesome. Great. Yeah. What Uh, a show. Yeah. So, uh, but it's since his gone... uh, Oh, then we had Dr. Conley. Dr. Conley hated white people. He was a big, fat black guy. He wore a hat, and he would sit down, and he'd go... um, I It's he was so bad that I can't even play his audio anymore because times have changed so much. I would <laughs> I would tape it and play it all the time because he would drop m bombs like crazy, and he would <laughs> excuse me get on the air and he'd be like, uh, "Now you know why people you ain't going to heaven. Only only the black people that chosen. Paul and Doctor Conley gonna go." And I started calling him so much and playing his audio that he changed his whole thing to. Now, why people, you know, only uh, only cowhead going? That was me going to heaven, and the rest of you going to hell. Like I started getting (laughs) into heaven. Wow! It was great. (laughs) You were in. I was so in. And then he died, and his son came here one day, and they were like, "There's a package from Doctor Conley," and I was like, "I knew that son of a bitch was rich, and he left me money." It wasn't. He left me his hat, but at least he was also sweaty. I got excited, man. He was the last of the of the best public (laughs) access. Yeah, there he is, Doctor Conley. And, uh, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, and people call up and they'd be you know, this is Florida, they call up and they drop N bombs and he'd be like, I know, you call me an N-word all day and I say N-word, N word, and he'd go nuts on it. It's a
2: golden era of TV, man. There's a lot of people that don't even know about it. Oh, public access.
1: It's the best. You know? We
2: we were guests on it.
1: When I'll always go. Yeah. You, oh anytime. You, could, you have nothing to lose on public yeah, access. Know, <laughs> no.
2: Everything to gain. Yeah. Now, <laughs> if, you can go there and do,
1: if you can go there and do a character, that's even better.
2: Oh yeah. I was doing my, my preacher character, uh the Reverend Apostle. BG I was uh-huh. doing that for years taking phone calls. I don't know how we got away with stuff back like that. like were people buying it yeah. or they yeah, like this so a guy angry. pretending to be a <laughs> no, I'd be like uh-huh. Jesus stood before the tomb and he said Lazarus come on out. He said Lazarus specifically because if he didn't say that all the dead people would come out and then you'd have an infestation of zombies. This was a zombie apocalypse. Jesus was not messing around. People calling, how can you say this? And I'd be smoking a fake cigarette the whole time. No, that's based awesome. on the uh, gene- jeans scott was the preacher i remember gene scott wore these big sunglasses white beard he'd always sit down he'd have a dry erase board smoke five packs during his sermons right he'd talk like this man like, right uh, i love it man i mean i grew up in those churches too and you gets.
1: haven't figured out a way to monetize that yet i mean that's, <laughs> you, you should know, just start your own religion i that's a great idea i mean seriously people will believe anything and all you need is
2: a tent uh, your tent yeah. or part I was lot. thinking about yeah. doing a tour with Apostle, a stand up tour, but a tent revival tour. Oh, that'd be great! I think that's going to happen. Yeah, That'd be great. It's, I don't know. I need someone to help me put the tent up. But all right, so tell <laughs> me
1: about so tell me about uh, Ferguson. You get the you get the call. Yeah. And what do you do? You come and audition. <laughs> you do it for all characters like Night live. Or what do you do? Um,
2: no, they started putting me in sketches. So I was playing Arnold Schwarzenegger. I remember seeing that. Right. So they put this. Weird uh latex appliance on and the muscle suit and I'm like, you know, from
0: from the Capitol. Hi, Craig, how are you? This is fantastic. Here I am pumping iron and all this and he'd check in with the governor. And then um a couple years later, we
2: were doing sketches. I would play Robert De Niro on the show. I would do different things. I'd do Morgan Freeman's voice. Obviously, I couldn't play Morgan Freeman on camera. <laughs> I can now. People are more relaxed about it. So. Hello, everybody. Um, but then uh, C- Craig decided, wouldn't it be funny to have this robot uh, skeleton sidekick? Now,
1: I d- uh, here's one thing. It's really weird because we loved Kilborn. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then after Killboy, there were a bunch of guys who auditioned that we thought would have been great. Exactly. And then Ferguson gets it. Yeah. Now, I didn't care because I loved Drew Carey show. Right. And um, I then I was like, mm-hmm, I'm not watching it. Then all of a sudden, I started watching it, and I really found him to be very funny. Yeah. And I liked his his way of handling his monologue and all that, and I felt like he was really had a lot of talent. But then Galvin hated him. You know what I mean? Like, it was really, yeah, there was it a, was what you like, you know? Well,
2: the, the writers, I mean, <laughs> I respected them so much, but they would write these monologues, <laughs> and he would and he ignore, just he off on a uh, ticket, ignore right? the whole thing. Yeah. Well, when I came along, well, when the robot came along, Craig did the voice of the robot pre-recorded for the first couple of weeks. Right. And it sounded like this, yeah. hello, Craig. But he got really bored with that. So he said, Josh, you know, would you like to do the voice of the robot? Just oh. make something up, man. We'll see what happens. That's pretty good. We'll try it out, man, you yeah. know. And if it doesn't work, no hard feelings, you know. I'm sure I'm sure it's not going to work, you yeah. know. So, I mean, right away, we hit it off. And I puppeteered the thing at the same oh, time. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. See,
1: now, I, I yeah. thought the robot was dumb. In yeah. The beginning, and, like, the idea. <laughs> yeah, everyone did, yeah. Right. <laughs> and I was like, all oh, right, you know, I got a robot. And, right. Uh, and then... I, then uh, it was funny, and I was like, "Okay, well, clearly somebody funny is writing or yeah. doing that." And it ended up being like uh, the robot was still dumb, but the I, the robot ended up being funny. So yeah, and
2: no, and and the writers were trying to write stuff at first. Yeah, uh, Tom Straw and Bob Oshack, and then Bob Oshak would they'd have him stand behind me. This is the writer, Bob Oshak, during the show. You know, and and Michael Natus, the producer, would say, "Just you know, feed him lines if it's not working." And then eventually Bob just stopped showing up. Yeah, and either. so we made everything up. We right. did, we, none, nothing was scripted. Really? So and I think that was great because
1: yeah. it, w- it came off Yeah. It was fresh and, uh, yeah. and you made him laugh. Yeah. He,
2: oh, that's what he loved. Yeah. Because I realized that he was tired of doing the show. So I would just make fun of him during the show. Right.
1: You really, you were getting the feeling. You, like I. Here's the thing. It's really weird is that I am never going to be tired of doing this show. I don't like getting up in the morning. But as far as the this show, it's this not really hard work. <laughs> You know what I mean? Don't tell anybody. <laughs> and I could imagine if I'm on TV and yeah. mixing up with celebrities, and it's only you know short amount of time a day,
2: right? I think it was just the core. I think it was the CBS, yeah. the suits, and I mean, it's I, I would get lectures every day. Like, okay, uh, Craig can say this one word one time, yeah, but you can't say it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, great, you're not even a real mm. person. And then yeah. He, yeah. you know, yeah. he'd be feeding it to me. Come on, Jeff, why don't you say the word? <laughs> and then later he would say, What happened out there? There, man, I'm like, look, I got these guys telling me I can't say anything. Right, right, he didn't like that at all. Oh, he didn't like that, well, that but that's sense. how it goes, yeah. yeah, you yeah. Know? But it was a it was great man, and mm-hmm. then I toured with him. Uh, I was his opener, we we toured Canada and all over the U.S. for a couple just of years. doing stand up, yeah, yeah, which was yeah. great, you know, just milking the popularity of that character in the show. And
1: that's, I, I have to tell you, you're super talented now. When we were kids, and i I think I'm probably older than you, but when I was a kid. I can tell you there was uh, Fred Travellina. Yeah. There was, uh, what's the one guy that does Carson?
2: Uh, Rich, Rich, Rich Little. Little. Rich Little.
1: I mean, there was probably about three or four guys who were, the, and they made a living out of that. Yeah. I mean, they were huge, selling out Vegas and all yeah. that stuff. You do it way better
2: than those guys. It's it's so saturated now because YouTube came along, and then it was like everybody in the world yeah, came but out of the woodwork. Some
1: like you watch that kid from Saturday Night Live. Do fifty impressions and four of them were really good, right? Right, and the other ones were like, ah. But he could do a good Jay Z, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, and then you, then you though. I mean, you. He's can, funny. I mean, like he's a funny guy. You know, you're talking about uh, Jay, Jay Farrow. Farrow. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good stand up. You know, but they didn't know what to do with him on the show. It's so. It's it's tricky. Like my friend Melissa Villasenor hey, is another he, one. He, I think he has such a, a bad ego that he probably. You it know, may ruin be. His own thing. It may be. Who is who is Melissa, Melissa Via she Senor? She's on SNL. Oh, okay. She does uh, amazing she, impressions. She can
1: sing really well. too. She can sing and really well. Do singing impressions. Lady as Gaga yeah. is the
2: one. You know, they they're yeah. figured out what to do with her on there. She should be in more sketches, I think. But yeah, I, I watched tricky.
1: her this weekend. And then there's there's um, the one chick that was on Howard's
2: show all the time. The one, the zebra girl that we play with. Rachel Butera.
1: Rachel Patera. She's, fr-
2: she's a good friend. She's a genius. She is
1: unbelievable. Yeah, at uh, at celebrity impressions yeah. and at just regular people I impressions. I mean, the, the that that is somebody who, if I was doing a cartoon, I'd be like, "Yeah." Well, this. she
2: and I talk about this all the time because we're both voice actors as well. Right, and what you're saying, I agree. It's like, how come we aren't in more things? Yeah, you yeah. know, because she's so good at it.
1: Yeah, it's know? really it's really hard. So my agent is in New York, and he. In the rest of the agency, they represent a lot of voice actors, and they represent a lot of famous actors who do voice work. Yeah. So we have a guy down here, Ed Weigel, who is a an old-school radio. He does WWE. I mean, he's got—if I if you saw Zeus, you would imagine Zeus sounds like this. Oh, guy. yeah. I, like, when he calls me, I never answer, so he'll leave me a message because it's the best <laughs> voice. I'm such a radio geek. Right. He's like, hey, Mike, Ed Weigel. And so, I mean, it's, like, such a great voice. But uh, I sent it up to my agency. I was like, "You got to hear this guy. You got to hear this guy." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we don't." Like, that. we got a million guys that sound like deep. Right. To. We're looking for the um, uh, Billy Crudup type voices now, and the uh, what's it, Liv Schreiber, and uh, right. Like, oh, you got to be kidding me! Yeah. Right. I mean, right. you guys are the guys that kill. I would. I'm telling you, I would have a guy like you voice everything.
2: Well, I, I've been fortunate because I've been on Family Guy for the last uh, eight, eight or nine seasons. How's that pay? Great. Really? No. Oh, yeah. oh you're, the first, you're the first person to ever see that. You know what? They wrote me into an episode. They actually, ha- I was doing my Morgan Freeman narration, and it said in the script
0: uh, I'm not really Morgan Freeman. My name is Josh Robert Thompson. And I work for scale.
1: I think I heard. That. Yeah. I think I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's in the script. That's hilarious. I didn't tell him to do that. Yeah. And then when
2: I hear the rerun, I thought, yeah, it is. I did get paid scale for that.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really sad. Uh, what yeah. is the next level? Like, how do you differentiate between, uh, or how do they, between you doing that voice and, and I'm sure a bunch of voices. And then the, you know, same three people doing the rest of the show. Like, those people are millionaires. Yeah, well, yeah. That's a good question. Be like, I'm going to go th- in there and ask them. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, seriously, you should be like, "What's uh, you?" first of all, I love him. Um, Seth MacFarlane. Seth McFarland. Oh, I love him so much. I couldn't think of his name. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but he should not, I don't think he needs to do all the voices because they only sound like him. With right. The, like, I would be like, okay, at this point, let's spread it around a little bit.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think the cast, they've been on for so many years, 20 years now. Yeah. That's well, like
1: the same I know, people. you can't change that. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, like, he's constantly coming up with new projects. You know? I, for
2: me, I'm very lucky because uh, uh, Alex Selkin and Richard Appel, they're two producers over there, they're always having me in. I'm, yeah. I'm like their go-to well, guy. Well, they're they're
1: funny guys. Which Sulkin is. Sulkin's one of the funniest. Like, I'm kind of cartooned out a little bit. Yeah. I, my wife loves Family Guy, and when she puts on it, annoys me. But if I sit there and watch it, I laugh my ass yeah. off. But I'm just cartooned out, I think. I'm too old now. But I would <laughs> love to see something new, something fresh, Cartoon-wise. Yeah. I don't know. I, I know there's a demand for it. I, I got there's...
2: a TV pilot that I can show you. Oh, really? <laughs> the one that I made that I spent all the time.
1: Tell, tell me what it's about. Like, well, I'll it's be honest with bas- you.
2: Well, the, the pitch was, uh, you know, Mr. Rogers meets Dean Martin. It's like an alcoholic Mr. Rogers. So good guy by day. In space. Wow. <laughs> he's hosting a horrible kid's show in outer space, and uh-huh. he's drunk most of the time. Okay. It was just a variety show. Right, right, right. Puppets, stop-motion animation, all my characters. I got a great segment where I play George Lucas. It's on uh-huh. my website, so you guys can see it. Give out
1: the website. I Because that's the other thing. I have no idea... This is came you came to me today by a guy on Twitter. Yeah. And was extremely nice and I was like we here and I started talking and he said you're you you i am like, Yeah, I know that dude's yeah. like, been on the show. And but I didn't I don't, even know. And I don't know what you're doing in town or what you're doing here, or if there's anything you want to plug, plug away.
2: Well I'm well I'll plug my website first. It's please do the JRT show.
0: <laughs> Josh Roberts. T H E J R T show uh-huh. dot com. But I'm in town uh working on a little project and I'm working with a company that makes uh <laughs> that makes rubs for your meat. Oh, I love to rub my meat. <laughs> I know you do. I love it in
1: so many different
0: ways. And they're, and they're called wanna rub. Oh,
1: you got it right there. Huh? Yeah,
0: and we'll bring it over
1: to you. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Thank
1: you. Let me tell you what I did. I bought a cow this year. You, you got a cow? Yes. I didn't buy it while it was alive. Okay. I bought it oh, after they oh, shot a oh, bolt into its forehead. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so a buddy of mine owns a... Uh, Goat farm. Baby goats. Well, they, I guess they become big goats. But and they, they do this thing called goat yoga. Are you familiar with that? I am familiar with that, yeah. It's basically hot chicks laying on a mat while goats stand on their back. On their back, yeah. So I have a six-year-old daughter, and I took her there, and she loved baby goats. So now she every day asks me <laughs> to go see baby goats. Anyway- she had her birthday party there in uh, when's her birthday November, and in January, and we went there. I'm kidding, and we went there, and uh, and my buddy Rob said, "Yeah, this uh, we got cows and pigs, and that cow over there is about getting ready to go." You know, uh, and they were like, "We're you know, if you're ever interested, I heard you say it on the air," and I was like, "Yes, yes, I want that cow." <laughs> so I bought the cow, and now I have so much meat. You see, so I'm going to use wanna rub on my meat because I have nothing that I am tied to like that I'm like, oh, I have to put this on my meat. Everybody's got their own. I have nothing. I'm That's, just going to keep
2: trying. This is going to be so good for your meats because uh-huh. what you're going to do uh-huh. is you're just going to rub that on your chicken, uh-huh. on your fish, uh-huh. on any kind of beef. You can rub it on yourself. I will. I might Get even yourself it. a sunburn. I bet you taste real good with I'm something delicious. on there. Yeah. I bet yeah. you yeah. are. A little salty. Alright, alright, alright. I'm on the I did not even know. Oh, I can see myself. Oh, here. yeah. Where's yeah, the clips of your show? What are you, what, what, you guys are real. There's Apostle BG. Yeah. That's from my pilot right there. Oh, wow, looks good. That's a good forehead. <laughs> That's a, Yeah, I got a great yeah. makeup team, man. And that's, uh, it, same uh, people that made me look like George Lucas. Oh, you who did the look? I'm, I tell you, George Lucas is great. Now that's I go to one of those things that was the only nerds. Oh, you do. Oh, I, I had a, a picket sign that said Greedo shot first. <laughs> it was so angry. Or, and uh, give me my movies back. Yeah. I've had enough. These are my films. Oh, I, when we go
1: to, like, when the <laughs> Comic Con comes here,
2: yeah, I love to go just go buy stuff. It's great.
1: Man. And uh, I always thought, man, I want to do a booth with um out of shape superheroes Lord, yeah
2: because But <laughs> right. I always want to be like a
1: fat superman I'm like what's up kid you know well, yeah just to do a, you should do an angry
2: George Lucas well book. I'm doing uh, my that. new my new podcast is uh walking with George Lucas uh-huh. retired George Lucas has nothing going on right different comics actors and friends of mine We'll just go we'll go for a walk and oh, talk man. about their lives that's hi hilarious. this is George Lucas welcome to my show uh-huh. <laughs> uh we've got a great friend actor he's just gonna talk about life
1: oh. how you
0: doing see that's awesome. that's it
1: that's the show. Well, I, Galvin will tell you, most comedians come in here and they're like, yeah, I gotta, I'm at the Improv this weekend and I got a podcast. I'm like, Ugh, stop with your podcast.
2: There's too many. Too many. Well, it's all the and same.
1: It's just incestual. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Joe Rogan's got his five guys and everybody try to get Joe Rogan's five right. guys on. And then those guys all of a sudden are like, well, we should do podcasts. No, no, no. no. They got to stop. It's, it's n- enough.
2: No, all things comedy. And I love everybody over there. It's a big podcast yeah. network. Same set. Same big TV. All they do is switch out the graphic for each show. Right. It's four mics. It's four guys talking over each other. Yeah. I, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, yeah. This is different, folks. This yeah, is walking with George Lucas. Uh,
1: what's it, what's the dude's name from Canada that we have on all the time? The comedian. Uh, been all he's been in a bunch of movies. Um, uh, the weird kind of one. Tom Green's friend. Oh, uh, uh, Harlan Williams. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Second. Harlan Williams is great. And Harlan Williams is like, my podcast. I go, cool. you still doing this podcast? He goes, well, I don't know. thinking about stopping. And I go, <laughs> I'm going to listen to it, and I'll be honest with yeah. you. And I'll tell you. He goes, if you tell me it stinks, I'll stop. It didn't stink. It was pretty good. And Harlan Williams does a, a thing where he does commentary, and he doesn't care. Like he, Harlan Williams like forgets that he's an actor that has ties to projects <laughs> yeah. in the podcast because he'll just say whatever he, just, he wants. Right. And then he goes into some weird character for a couple of minutes and you're like, what am I listening to? And then it's over. Perfect. I love it.
2: Perfect. That's the stuff I love, man.
1: Yeah. You can't stop trying to do just to you and other comedians. Nobody sitting there talking.
2: wants to, unless we're comics, we'll, we'll, we'll see you at the comedy store or whatever and we'll hear these stories. Yeah. But. We don't really want to no. hear that. Joe, the, wrote, I like Joe's show. Joe, Joe's different. He'll have yeah. uh, Alex Jones on for yeah. five hours. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I love, and, and uh, when when Joe's got great, when he had uh, um, the Tesla guy on, he gets all these oh, guys yeah, on that. Right. that we, he introduced me to so many people that I didn't even know existed. Like yeah. Hunters and stuff like that. That's a different type of show. Right. But stop being a. I hear it. Yeah, you're right. A mid-card Comedian and you were like, I'm going to get my own
2: podcast. Yeah, except for the George Lucas show. That's uh, if you guys really like Star Wars. So now you're going to do
1: endorsements for this for this company.
2: Yes. For one, we're shooting. Can I say what we're doing? Or yeah, yeah. Um, we're shooting. We're shooting a commercial for this.
1: And will you be uh, who? Can you say who? I, you know.
2: You should smell
1: it. You should smell
2: it. Smell this. Also the rub. <laughs> Am I, I should smell it. Yeah, rub? you should smell it. Smell it right now.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, he is about to, Mike is going to smell the rub. He's peeling off the top. Oh. oh you go. Do you like it? I mean, I've n- I haven't even smelled it myself. I mean, I so. would have
1: no problem telling you this smells awful, but
0: it smells good. <laughs> well, there it is, folks. He says it smells good. It doesn't smell awful. So it must good. be good. So, so, okay. So I'm going to be, you know, playing some characters.
2: It, okay, yeah, do right. some ad-libs, some make them. In fact, we're... Going right after this to shoot. This is day one of the shoot.
1: Now you'll be on video or audio? Yeah,
2: yeah video. Too good looking to be on video. Thank you, man.
1: I'm just saying you should, you should only be J- J.R.T. Yeah, on
2: video. I agree. The rest of it all audio. I know. I got that problem when I do stand-up. Yeah. Too sexy. How old sexy? Of a guy are you? 44. Are you really? Yeah. You should forget it. You should be on video all thank the time. Thank you, thank you. What buddy. do you got? What do you got? A little, what's the
1: secret? How what are you I, 44 and you look
2: 34. I'm 47 and look 52. Scientology. It, uh, nah, come on. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm thinking. I, I'm excited. I'm right nearby. I can go visit and hang out. Yeah. So
1: you should. Uh, you just, seriously? <laughs> they'll, I can't even walk down there. I'm too weak minded. I'm afraid one day they're going to be like, just come and John Travolta. Oh yeah, you know, yeah no. Right. Get pick up a book. You'll be all right. I'm telling you. That's <laughs> I, listen. If I want John Travolta lives here now, and so does Tom yeah, Cruise. Right. And Travolta and I was going backstage to kiss the other night, and I didn't go. And I found Travolta was there, and now I'm like, damn it, oh, he's on my short list of people that I would nice like guy, to meet. Sweet guy. If he says to me, "Listen, come meet me down there," and I go, I'd be like, "All right, what do, I, do it. I have to lose? I went to Catholic school for and twelve years. You, there you go. John Travolta, oh, you Travolta did? teach you me. And me but I yeah, did as well, yeah. So how do we know? How do we know what he's got going on? He yeah. seems to work now. I out think you him. should find out. Dude, you are super talented. This is Josh Robert Thompson. His website is. T-H-E-J-R-T dot com, correct? T-H-E-J-R-T
2: show, the J-R-T show.
1: Yeah, I'm going to link it to our Facebook page. (laughs) Best Arnold uh, I've ever heard, and uh, such other great impressions, and if you watch Craig Ferguson,
2: you know him as Jeff the Robot.
1: Who came up with that,
2: the name? Craig. Jeff? Jeff Peterson. Yeah. It was such a silly name. I think there was some relative of his that was named Jeff Peterson. I'm saying sometimes things just come out, and
1: they're like, that's it. But then he became
2: this sort of George Takei type of hi, Craig. Oh, you you call George? That was the one. That was the. And then I met him at the the Late Late Show. George and I did a sketch where I was Arnold Schwarzenegger, Uh and uh, I had to kiss him in the sketch.
1: He gets so. He gets so um, upset with Arnold. Oh, like yeah. I, oh, now, governor. Oh, oh you this.
2: are being so
0: flip and so frivolous. <laughs> What's the matter with you?
2: You don't even need, you don't need either one of them to do I it. know, I do it myself. So Somebody call Howard, tell him.
0: I'm a uh, straight
1: guy, and I'm in California, and I park my car at the Groves at the, the valet, and I turn around, and there's George. Oh. And, and out of just utter excitement, I go, George! And he goes, yes. He yes. Turns around, and I, I go, hey, I'm a, I'm a big fan, and blah, 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 and can we take a picture? He's like, oh, okay, we'll make it quick, because I, uh, I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> very... I, I was more surprised to see him, so I take the picture with him, and he smells remarkably good. Yeah, he does. He's an old man who is in great shape. Yep. And then, like, uh, a month later, we have him on. It was probably like a year later, we had him on the show, and I brought it up to him. He goes, I remember. Oh. He goes... You you had a look about you is like I, I thought I should know you from somewhere and you caught me by surprise I, got, I think I scared the crap out oh, of you. Oh okay. And then I uh, and then I said to him I got to tell you for a straight guy I could, you smelled wonderful. Yeah, you and enjoyed I, my musk. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was very I could see why a younger uh, gay man might be into Listen, him. Listen,
2: I was tempted for a moment myself. Yeah. I he, knew the touch of George. If
1: I said, George, can we take a picture? And he said, can I get a kiss? So I may have traded <laughs> it. <out. laughs> after I don't even picture? like Star Trek. Yeah, after the picture. Oh, yeah. my. I got to tell oh. you, that want to rub is right up my nostril right now. <laughs> I'm going to sneeze my eyeballs out.
0: It's you, good, but it's in there. You can start it, too, man. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> want to oh, rub. That was a good one. <laughs> there it is. I just had that. <laughs> I was just waiting. Sorry Is that how that. you that's apply a, it to the meat? That's you, it. That's right. sneeze it on. <laughs> yeah. Man, I
1: love having you in here. Thank you, Mike. It's who is your friend there, Andy? Man. Andy. Andy was the guy who. That's the guy.
2: Yeah, Andy's a producer. He's a writer, I was director. Great,
1: great of him. He said he does he's doing uh, stuff content. for years. Yeah. yeah. he's a friend. Well, I've known him for years. I'm uh, very happy that he put us together. And, and anytime you're in town, man, thank love you, to man. To have you on. Continued success. Thejrtshow.com. Go-
2: for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time.